Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Truancy. I'm Dick Iuliano. Metro ridership creeps up, but the agency is still looking at massive budget gaps in the future. I'm John Aaron. Protests in D.C. Saturday night over the death of a woman in police custody a half a world away. Maryland loses in college football. Navy wins in overtime. The Nats lose their 99th of the year. 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden has made an emergency declaration for Florida. A tropical storm now in the Caribbean Sea is expected to strengthen into a hurricane and hit the state in a few days. WTSP-TV reporter Hannah Deneen. Even before the first bands of tropical weather strike Florida, the governor's emergency declaration is designed to cut through the bureaucratic red tape. For Florida emergency management, minutes matter. What it does allow me to do is it allows me the opportunity to execute those contracts in a matter of minutes versus a matter of days and weeks. Kevin Guthrie is the director of Florida Emergency Management. He explains the declaration also frees up state funding for emergency protective measures. Two provinces in eastern Canada have a long and difficult recovery ahead after Hurricane Fiona tore through on Saturday. The CBC's Katie Nicholson. There are trees down and power lines down throughout, in some cases on top of people's homes. There are roofs that have been ripped off of buildings and debris was flying all over the place. We had to dodge a, a big piece of sheet metal that came flying at us. A super typhoon is forcing evacuations of thousands of people from high-risk villages as it approaches the northeastern Philippines. Forecasters expect it to hit the archipelago later Sunday. There are fears that some communities could be hit by tidal surges as high as 10 feet. Protests continue throughout Iran over the death of a 22-year-old woman who died in the custody of the country's morality police. She was accused of not wearing her hijab properly. For the first time in American history, a Native American, a Native Hawaiian, and a Native Alaskan all have seats in the U.S. House. CBS's Nicole Killian on Mary Peltola's win in Alaska's special election. When Congresswoman Mary Peltola arrived at the Capitol, she couldn't help but pinch herself. The reality has been sinking in more and more every day. Raise your right hand. The 49-year-old made history when she was sworn in as the first Alaska Native in Congress. If you haven't bought your holiday tickets yet, you might want to get a move on. Experts say you better get moving quickly. That's because ticket prices are skyrocketing amid an increase in demand, even with inflation. They're calling it revenge travel as people are trying to get out of Dodge after years of pandemic restrictions. The online travel agency Hopper is predicting the highest ticket prices in five years. That could mean Thanksgiving travel could cost 350 more than in 2019, and Christmas travel prices are up 460 Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 3.03 on Sunday morning, September 25th, 2022. It's 61 in the nation's capital. Some clouds early this morning down to the lower 50s. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories are following this hour. Math scores in Montgomery County schools missed their target last year. 
That, according to a report presented to the county's Board of Education. Details from WTOP's Luke Lukert. Superintendent Monifa McKnight. We've seen some growth in literacy, and we've seen some decline in math, and specifically at the secondary level. The target was for 64% of students to be proficient at their math level. According to data collected by the district, only about 61% met expectations. Middle schoolers seem to suffer the most in their math scores. Less than half of 8th graders met the district's measures. The school district did surpass its expectations in literacy. The target was for two-thirds of students to meet their reading level. Data showed almost 72% met that requirement. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Kids are supposed to be back in school, but some kids don't show up. That's why truancy programs are getting into full swing. Throughout the D.C. area, there are truancy prevention programs, and in Prince George's County, there is even a truancy court. But that court, while it can and does hold parents accountable for sending their children to school, the ultimate goal isn't to penalize the parent. It really is compliance. Prince George's County State's Attorney, Ayesha Braveboy, says she'll join with the school district sending letters to parents of kids with five or more days of unexcused absence. Kids who are truant may be directed to various county resources to help them keep up their attendance. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 305 Metro says more people have been using the system lately, but it also says decreased ridership overall is posing a financial threat. Metro says it registered a pandemic-era high of nearly 293,000 Metro Rail trips on Wednesday, September 14th, and that since Labor Day, rail ridership is up 10%. But with ridership and revenue still well down from pre-pandemic levels, Metro's CFO is warning of significant and growing budget gaps. That gap could be about $185 million for the 2024 fiscal year and balloon to more than $900 million by fiscal year 2029. The financial structure is just simply not sustainable into the future. I mean, I think... That's a fair statement. That's Metro Board Chair Paul Smedberg. You know, the underlying structure is beginning to, to break down almost, really. John Aaron, WTOP News. It's 3.06. <laughs> Protesters, many of Iranian American heritage, took to the streets of downtown D.C. Saturday night, showing solidarity with ongoing protests in Iran. The protests sparked by the death of Masa Amini. A young woman who died in police custody earlier this month over violation of Iran's strict religious dress code. She was allegedly detained for wearing her hijab too loosely in public. Protesters in D.C. carried posters and pictures of Amini through downtown. D.C. police are searching for a car connected with a Saturday morning murder in southeast. Detectives say they're looking for a white Kia Optima sedan with Ohio license plate JAU3816. They say the car was last seen on 30th Street Southeast near the Winston Education Campus. That's where officers found 62-year-old Arthur Harrison Jr. He'd been shot. Paramedics tried to revive Harrison, but he died at the scene. If you've missed that Ohio license plate that police are looking for, you can see the story online at WTOP.com. Coming up, after traffic and weather, you'll need an easy pass to ride some of Virginia's newest lanes and road deaths in Montgomery County are going the wrong way. 307. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. 
Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's 308. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. Good morning to you. If you're headed northbound on North Capitol Street, watch out for the accident scene near K Street. Follow any police direction there. It's not causing too many delays, but enough that uh, you should follow police direction. Um, if you're headed along Bladensburg Road, still pretty crowded as you head towards New York Avenue. Of course, you're going to see delays in either direction there between V Street and New York Avenue. A couple of events did just let out in that area. Be very careful looking at the camera. There's plenty of uh, pedestrians on the roadways as well, so just be careful. Uh, DC 295 headed southbound. No issues towards the 11th Street Bridge. Earlier crash near the Suitland Parkway did clear up. Suitland Parkway has an accident scene near Alabama Avenue. Delays basically cleared up. Uh, again, just be extra cautious there if there's still some emergency vehicles on the scene. If you're headed on the southeast-southwest freeway, a little slow there, headed towards South Capitol Street. Haven't gotten any reports of an accident scene there, but if you happen to stumble upon it, westbound uh, southeast-southwest freeway towards South Capitol Street, 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. In Virginia, the westbound side of 66, not much has changed. Still got the work zone between 123 and the Fairfax County Parkway. A single right lane gets you by there, and the ramp to 50 is still closed. You cannot go westbound. You cannot go eastbound if you're coming from the westbound side of 66. You're going to have to for the uh, Fairfax County Parkway. Eastbound side of 66 looks great. No issues on I-95 from Fredericksburg all the way up towards the Springfield Interchange. 395 is quiet as well. No issues as you head up towards the 14th Street Bridge. If you're headed on the uh, along 210 rather headed northbound it looks like there may be a work zone near palmer road watch out for that one branch avenue up to speed and no issues on 301 towards upper marlboro carlos ramirez wtop traffic Storm Team 4, Steve Prince of Alley with your Sunday morning forecast. Early on this Sunday, a partly to mostly cloudy skies. We begin the day in the 50s. Later on Sunday, a bit of early sunshine will give way to increasing clouds as a cold front approaches. Breezy with afternoon showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Temperatures will max out in the upper 70s to near 80. Cold front pushing through the area will swing through during your Sunday night. So any storms are over with by midnight. And then we'll see a better day on Monday. Sun and clouds breezy and refreshing, upper 70s. Tuesday's partly sunny, mid-70s, partly cloudy breezy cooler on wednesday low 70s i'm storm team four meteorologist steve prince of alley rockville 55 check that 59 degrees at 61 in district heights 55 in ashburn and it's all brought to you by long fence save 15 percent on long fence decks pavers and fences go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate it's 311. The free ride on the new express lanes on I-66 are done. As we reported yesterday, early yesterday morning in traffic, tolls at HOV requirements on the I-66 express lanes between Route 29 in Gainesville and Route 28 in Centerville are now in effect. Tolls will be based on traffic volume. Drivers will see those listed prices on signs before they make the choice to enter the express lanes. Drivers can pay via Easy Pass, Easy Pass Flex, or pay online afterward. Montgomery County is seeing an increase in traffic deaths, this even as the county works on its Vision Zero plan to make roads safer for all users. 
WTOP's Kate Ryan. At the discussion of Montgomery County's work to eliminate deaths on county roads, Christy Daphnis, chair of an advisory committee on pedestrian and cyclist safety, read a list of names. Sarah Langenkamp, Randall Gibson, Vidal Juarez Godinez. Those are the names of pedestrians and cyclists who died on county roadways so far this year. Montgomery County Police Captain Brian Dillman said there are 77 speed and red light cameras in the county and that by 2026 there would be 216. Dillman said the automated cameras are not about revenue generation. The enforcement effort is about curving the, the speed that we have people driving out there. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Right now, getting caught speeding on a traffic camera in most areas, including in the district, includes only a fine, but some D.C. lawmakers think those tickets also should add a point to the car owner's license. If we are going to use automated traffic enforcement, then our automated traffic enforcement laws need to have some teeth to it to change behavior. Christina Henderson, D.C. Council at Large, is among co-sponsors of legislation that would put one point per ticket on the license of a vehicle owner for speed camera infractions. Someone were to accumulate enough points by which their license is suspended, it is not because you couldn't pay the fine. It is literally because you are driving recklessly on our streets. Christy King, WTOP News. We hear a lot about the dangers of mixing cars with pedestrian, but it's shocking how many drivers forget about trains. Every three hours in the U.S., a person or vehicle is hit by a train. A little bit more than 50% of incidents occur at crossings with lights and gates. Jennifer DeAngelis with the rail safety group Operation Lifesaver. The top cause of deaths is trespassing on train tracks. Trains are moving much faster than we think they are, and they are much quieter than we think they are. She says if your vehicle gets stuck at a crossing, get out and look for a blue and white sign with a phone number to the railroad. It includes your location so they can try to warn the train operator. In Manassas, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Navy wins a thriller in college football. Frank Hanrahan with the tales next. It's 313. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 in the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 in your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. It's 314. America spends Sunday nights with Trey Gowdy. The former prosecutor is serving an honest perspective. It's one thing to see the problem. It's even better if you see a solution. And defending your freedom with the facts. Free speech comes with a responsibility to tell the truth. When it comes to the biggest issues facing the nation, Trey gets to the heart of the matter and looks for the silver lining. There are still reasons to be thankful, reasons to be grateful for living in America. Don't miss Sunday Night in America with Trey Gowdy, Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Channel. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 315, the update from Frank Hanrahan. 
Big victory for Navy football. Double-digit underdogs go on the road and beat East Carolina in double overtime. 23-20, first win of the season for the mids. Maryland falls in number four, Michigan 34-27. Terps are now 3-1 and one on the season. They get Michigan State next Saturday back in College Park. Georgetown falls to Columbia 42-6. Bowie State beats St. Augustine's 36-20. Nationals fall at Miami 4-1. Only run coming from Joey Manessis, a solo homer. Eric Fetty took the loss. The Nats 99th loss of the season. They'll try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon at Miami. Atlanta's Kyle Wright becomes the first 20-game winner in the majors this season as Atlanta beat the Phillies 6-3. The Orioles collapse late and fall at home to the Houston Astros as uh, H-Town gets its 100th victory of the season. Commanders at 1-1 one one hosting the 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles Sunday 1 o'clock at FedEx Field. And despite uh, this being a road game in the division, the Eagles still favored by six and a half points. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Picking up in Canada's maritime provinces after Fiona smashes the region early Saturday with strong winds and heavy rains. Tens of thousands still without power. State and federal emergency declarations, meanwhile, are approved for Florida as Tropical Storm Ian draws a bead on the Florida Gulf Coast. As Russian forces launched new strikes on Ukrainian cities, Kremlin-orchestrated votes took place in four occupied regions to create a pretext for their annexation by Moscow. In Russia, hundreds are arrested protesting a mobilization order aimed at bolstering the country's troops in Ukraine. Iranians apparently experienced a near-total Internet blackout on Wednesday amid days of mass protests against the the government over the death of a woman held by the country's morality police. That death and the government response to the protests have sparked demonstrations here in D.C. and around the world. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 317, keeping kids safe in the car. Child Passenger Safety Week wraps up this weekend, but the effort to make sure kids are in their car seats goes on. Installing car seats for your kids is not always easy, but it is necessary. The biggest injurers and killers of children is car crashes. Joe Colella is director of child passenger safety for the Juvenile Products Manufacturers Association. He says during this baby safety month, parents should make sure that car seats are installed correctly. He says the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has a link. You can find a local car seat technician or event where you can get your car seat checked and it's usually free. They'll help you make sure that baby car seat is attached properly. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Traffic and weather on the 8th, 318 with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. If you're headed on North Capitol Street, still got that accident seen at the intersection of K Street Northeast. Uh, looks like the delays have basically cleared up, so hopefully uh, that starts to uh, clear away soon as well. Bladensburg Road still slow in either direction, headed to and from New York Avenue. Just be a little extra aware through that area. Got some pedestrians on the roadways as well. Outer loop of the Beltway looks good towards I-95 and uh, I-270. No issues on either of those. I-95, BW Parkway both looking great. No issues to report all across the Bay Bridge right now, other than two-way traffic that they're running on the eastbound span. Single lane gets by in either direction. Down in Virginia, westbound side of 66. Not much has changed there from 123 over towards the Fairfax County Parkway. You've got just that far right lane getting by the work zone. 
In addition to the work zone, you also have the ramp to, to 50 completely shut down. You can't head eastbound. You can't head westbound on, onto 50 from westbound 66. So you're going to have to opt for a different route. Fairfax County Parkway is a pretty good workaround. I-95, looking good. No issues from the Fredericksburg area all the way up towards the Springfield Interchange. In Maryland, 210 looks good. No issues on Branch Avenue or 301 either. Sounds like 175 might be dealing with an accident scene. This one's going to be closer to 108. Don't have eyes on it, though. So if you happen to stumble upon an accident scene or an incident out there uh, that we are not reporting or that is blocking your way, give us a call, 1-866-304-WTOP. That's a traffic tip line. But, of course, we also have that WTOP app. Very handy in these situations. And, in fact, uh, often I get calls and they say, hey, you know what? I actually missed your last report. But if you download the WTOP app, you can hear the latest reports uh, there on your phone. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force, Steve Prince the forecast. Early on this Sunday, a partly to mostly cloudy start with cool temperatures in the 50s, though not as chilly as yesterday morning. Later on your Sunday, any early sunshine will give way to increasing clouds ahead of a cold front. It'll be a breezy warm afternoon as we top off in the upper 70s to near 80. There will be some showers, maybe a thunderstorm moving in as a cold front approaches during the afternoon and evening. There is a storm or two, could have some gusty winds. So certainly watch for that inside and away from windows as soon as thunder roars. Later on your uh, Monday, after the front sweeps through the area, sun and clouds, breezy, refreshing Monday. Highs upper 70s, partly sunny on Tuesday, mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. Upper Marlboro, 61 degrees. It's 56 in Centerville, 63 along the National Mall. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. After traffic and weather, inflation may be the Grinch who steals this Christmas. 321. Ciao, I'm Gian Andrea the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We love shining a spotlight on today's most captivating artists, so we don't want you to miss our next concert. Critics call her a daring, dancing, spectacularly virtuosic soloist. September 29th through October 1st at the Kennedy Center, witness star violinist Leela Josefowitz play the masterpiece that's made her the classical world's champion of modern music. The work she says turned her entire existence upside down. John Adams's fiery, infectious violin concerto. Led by renowned maestro John Storgortz, the program also features Prokofiev's Sunny Classical Symphony and Rachmaninoff's Symphony No. 3, a vivacious blend of Russian tradition and life-affirming joy. Don't miss two extraordinary artists live in the concert hall. Before select performances, NPR's Ted Libby takes us behind the music at The Reach. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. It's 322. Two brand new tickets are making their presence felt in D.C. From U Street to downtown, from Adams Morgan to Anacostia. Introducing the District Diamonds and 51st Scratchers from D.C. Lottery. Inspired by the district. Made for the district. With prizes up to $151,000. Grab them today from your local D.C. Lottery retailer. Because here in D.C., this is how we play. Please play responsibly. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 323. Neighbors turned out Saturday in a Temple Hill neighborhood. 
for a crime-fighting rally. The DJ filled the air with music outside the Carriage Hill Apartments. There were games for the kids, food trucks, and Prince George's County State's attorney, Aisha Braveboy, says the rally also connects residents with vital resources like job information. Employee Prince George's is one of our greatest partners. They connect uh, residents with training opportunities, uh, apprenticeship opportunities. Folks could also tag up with county specialists in behavioral health. It's all part of Brave Boy's program of crime fighting beyond arrests and prosecutions. The rally also provided the chance to get a flu shot in the COVID vaccine. In Temple Hills, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A 32-year-old man was shot dead in Northeast D.C. Saturday morning. Happened in the 2300 block of 15th Street Northeast. That's where police found the man suffering a gunshot wound. He's been identified as David Scott of Northeast. Police offering a $25,000 reward for information in connection with the case. 324, and the baseball season at Nationals Park may be reaching its end, but an ongoing dispute between the park and D.C. has threatened to shut the ballpark down to future games, concerts, and other events. But we are now learning more about a plan that could resolve that issue. We're really seeking closure here. That's how Allison Prince, an attorney for Events DC, which owns Nats Park, described the situation. Under an agreement with the city, Events DC is supposed to develop 46,000 square feet of commercial and retail space at the ballpark. But Events DC says a better plan now is to develop significantly less space, 17,000 square feet. And Prince says they'd be open to accepting a set timeline. The new concept is putting in a deadline for building out that retail space. The proposal will be taken up by D.C.'s Zoning Commission. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. She is a big baby, weighing in at 122 pounds at birth, measuring six feet tall. Visitors at the Virginia Zoo had the experience of a lifetime after a giraffe unexpectedly gave birth in front of them. Imara, an endangered Maasai giraffe, gave birth to her ninth calf, on September 9th, according to a Facebook post from the zoo, Maasai giraffes, one of four giraffe subspecies, are categorized as endangered by the International Union for the Conservation of Nature. Found in Tanzania and Kenya, the giraffes face similar, have faced significant population declines due to poaching and habitat loss. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP, Joe Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute, and this may not be the holiday season to expect Santa to go overboard. Alex Partners is forecasting a 4 to 7% increase in holiday sales from October to December this year. The firm's Alexa Dryansky says because of inflation, that amounts to a decrease in real sales. Polling by Morning Consult finds nearly two-thirds of adults asked plan to watch their spending this holiday season. Alex Partner says about half of them will spend less. We expect a lot of markdowns over the coming holiday season, and consumers are waiting for it. So she says we'll start our holiday shopping later this year, and we will start it by comparison shopping. Consumers are shopping first online, even if they are finishing at the store. And that hurts retail profits. Online is actually a less profitable channel than stores are. This is also not expected to be a year for luxury brands. Consumers are more likely to switch down to more affordable brands. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Florida bracing for Tropical Storm Ian, which could be a major hurricane by midweek. It's 327. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most 